the Acuity Show podcast, hosted by Craig Price and Josh Anderson. Conversations about how mobility, communications, and technology impacts how companies succeed and innovate. Welcome to the Acuity Show with Craig and Josh. I'm Josh Anderson. I'm Craig Price. All right. Today, um, this is our, our first episode. We've got Shannon Cleveland, uh, interview with her. Yeah, really interested to, uh, I actually listened to the interview. Uh, some intriguing well, stuff. Is it okay? Yeah, no, it was fantastic. <laughs> I think there was, you know, her uh, contribution to the company and the thing that her team does on a day-by-day basis is just critical to what we do. Yeah. Um, but it's always interesting. We see it from a different perspective. And, and she's very close to the analysis piece. Yeah, I was. Um, it's, it's always nice to sit down and talk with Shannon because she is, she is always giggling. Yes. You can hear her down the hall. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like no matter no matter what's going on, she is like the most uppy person. Well, plus, and she has a a really impressive background. Yeah, I was surprised that. I mean, I knew she had been in mobility for most of her career, but like she started in mobility when mobility started, like back in, she mentioned GTE and Primeco. Like I had completely even forgotten about those, those companies. Yeah. Uh, my background is when I started in wireless is similar to, to her background. So, but we haven't compared notes. We should compare um, old company names that we work for. That could be a really interesting <laughs> I wonder interesting if you guys have, have business cards, some old business cards you can look at. <laughs> I probably, I, I, have, I, I don't have business cards, but I do have a plethora of business card holders that people have given me, which was a big gift in the, you know. I'm so glad business cards 90s. aren't I'm anymore, so glad <laughs> those days are over. God, it's the worst. Yeah. So, and one thing that I thought was really interesting, besides the fact that she's been in, in mobility for so long, is that she actually spent a lot of time on the sales side, which makes sense that she's so good at picking apart contracts and understanding how the plans are sold and, and where there's leverage. Like, I think there's more, there's, there's more negotiating room than a lot of companies think. Yeah, it was surprising coming from my background that I've spent 30 years in sales and building revenue teams that she went over to the dark side because that doesn't necessarily always happen in someone's career. Yeah. Trust me, you do not want me analyzing wireless bills. I can barely do my own family's bill. So I'm thinking about bringing my family bill into uh, into Shannon and let her yeah. take a world. <laughs> she a she world. might tell you to, to um, put your kids on individual plans that it might be time to let them fly out of the nest <laughs> probably especially my oldest daughter yeah yeah well cool everybody enjoy this um interview coming up here again shannon cleveland it's gonna help any give you 17 more minutes give 17 more minutes of introduction so who are you who am i uh my name is shannon cleveland i am the director of data and analytics or expense management or provisioning pick a team pick a name everything 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 i am the uh i'm the go-to for the carrier <laughs> i have some the liaison for the carriers maybe that's my new title but liaison sounds <laughs> friendlier than i think it, than director it might actually be <laughs> oh that's true it probably is maybe you're the hammer 
the hammer <laughs> silently. <laughs> kill him with kindness first, Josh. Yeah, kill that's him with kindness true. That's first. I know. I've uh, I've been here for three years now. Uh, kind of crazy. Wow, time I know it's insane. So, um, in the past, I worked for GT MobileNet, which has not been heard in a long time. Uh, which transitioned over to Verizon Wireless. Um, I had my own business. That's in right. I there. forgot that GTE had mobile. GTE had MobileNet. Wow. I was I worked for them in Houston, which was like the best place ever. And then um, I transitioned over to Verizon, and I came to Florida, and we had no cell signal here at all. It was awesome. So <laughs> we had to go old Primeco days. Primeco, GT, MobileNet, and Baby Bells all wow. merged to make Prime Verizon. Co. I forgot about that with the little flip the up. Little, uh, and the little pink guy. Yeah, the little uh, pink, pink guy. character guy, Prometheus yeah. Prometheus or something like that. I don't know. I remember saying. But yeah, so came here, um, moved to Florida, went from being like the number one service provider, like great customer experience, to coming here to Florida with no cell signal, and everyone was mad and Verizon had to spend a ton of money to get their towers up to date and get cell signal better. But it it is what it is. But 10 years with Verizon after that, I did everything from inside sales to um, for consumers to business sales for consumers to supervisor capacity to running a business team. And then I tried my hand at the outside sales where, where I was a government sales agent and uh, non-for-profits, which is nice. how I ended up in audits. I ran into Courtney working on an account and working with her and I thought that was really cool that instead of uh, trying to sell them something else and trying to get them to sign up for services they don't need that you can actually help non-for-profits keep their money and teach clients how to uh, navigate through the the jargon of the carriers so went to the dark side <laughs> so cool. to speak yeah so it's really cool I have uh, two teams that work for me currently one is the provisioning team. They do the life cycle of the phones, anything with the carriers from ordering new lines to suspending lines, deprovisioning, um, shipping accessories, shipping equipment, changing rate plans, changing features. And then I have a team of analysts that go through and on a monthly basis have a cycle of different tasks to do, everything from unbilled usage to HR reports to MDM campaigns to full telecom audits as well as um dispositioning anything from the audit wow that's a lot of stuff it's a lot of stuff provisioning is a new that's provisioning is new, new to deal. my team yeah so i've had um i remember you were like yeah that's it's gonna be great it's gonna be provisioning great here and it's gonna be great <laughs> it's maybe now you're great. like wow this is <laughs> it's, still, it's it's a lot but it's it's cool too because my team knows like the the financial impact when something happens and then I also have that customer service experience so yeah. it kind of can bounce between the two so um, I've made a few changes already and I think that from both sides of the fence like it just makes the, the better fit so yeah I like all the data filled out for the audit side but then on the other side like well you know can we do this instead and you know let's let's be proactive instead of just yeah. reactive yeah it does make sense for those to be together yeah it's pretty cool so 10 years later after Verizon, I decided that a uh, telecom expense was the, the way to go. And so now I geek out reading phone bills and contracts and arguing with carriers and trying to uh, keep everyone happy and at the lowest cost possible. So you do, you do these audits every month for, for clients. Like what, what's the biggest thing that you see? Well, 
let's say excluding clients, but just in general, what's the biggest issue you see that exists in some of these companies' mobile environments? Uh, I, I would say the biggest concern that I have that I see is they expect their sales rep to have their best interest in mind. So a lot of the carrier representatives are on commission and they will help guide our clients. Didn't you used to be in the sales team? Yeah, <laughs> I was in the sales team. I came to the dark side. You can give away Verizon secret sauce, just not ours. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, it, I you know, when you're commission-based driven versus what's right by the client driven, that's a two different conversation. So, so what, does that, what does that result in? Like it results bad plans in or? bad plans, overpriced plans, and not managed an account at all. So that that's kind of interesting. Like the, how much leverage is there in the plan pricing? It depends on the client, but there is quite a bit of leveraging that could be utilized. You have a to lot be a certain of, size, though, right? You have to be a certain size. So to get a basic discount, you have to have five lines of service or more. That's not so that big. It's not that big, but it's a super small discount. The more lines you have or the more buying power, the better your discount. So if you're part of a bigger organization or a right. bigger industry, you can get some really nice discounts. Okay. Um, so, you know, 20% is not unheard of. So that's, I think that's probably part of it, but we've got some clients that have really low plans and that seems to just make them complacent about managing. Oh, absolutely. Like we've talked to clients where they're like, no, no you don't understand. We have we the have lowest plans. plans available. There's no way that there's any opportunity to reduce our costs and our bills. And then you look at it and what do you see? Like what, where do they screw up? We, they screw up because they say, oh, well, this, this one rate plan has worked for me and no one's whined about it. So this is what I'm going to put everyone on. And they just roll with it. And so they, it's usually the highest rate plan that's available to their bucket. And they just, they're like, oh, everyone gets this and we're good. And I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to manage it. I'm not getting overages. And they think it's, it's great. But what happens is there's becomes a ton of underutilized lines. There becomes um, paying for way more than they need. And just doing a few tweaks and a few back-end billing changes where the end user never even knows what rate plan they're on, you can manage the whole account and keep it at at a ridiculously low price. So that it sounds like that goes along with some of the stuff that we're seeing where carriers are starting to push unlimited plans and say, oh, you never have to worry about it. Uh, Just get this unlimited plan, and it seems like it's a deal. But I know that when you guys look at it, it's it's rarely a deal unless it's for a user who's just like a heavy over user we'll uh, say all the details all the terms and conditions that's that's where it's going to really pan out as if it's unlimited really makes sense or not so when you start reading through the contracts it's not um it's very deceiving it's here an unlimited plan because everyone immediately thinks oh it's unlimited everything and i yeah. can have carte blanche and can do whatever i want but when you start putting people on those plans and then you have issues where the end user gets a negative experience from it it doesn't matter how much that line costs at the end of the day your end user has that perception that they can't do this and negative experience what are we talking about throttling throttling (laughs) (laughs) the end user only cares about the throttling the finance people care about the money so you have you have two schools of thought go into these price plans but even the money like i've seen i've seen audits where you've like if you were to put everybody on an unlimited plan versus 
a properly managed pool. It's like not what's cheaper. What's the difference? That's it's, it's not a significant cost difference. Right? It is a big cost difference. It is definitely not cheaper. And then you have a ton of users that are a moderate user that's paying three, four, five times more expensive of a rate plan than they need. Hmm. So it's definitely it's like. Um, Back in the day, they had rollover minutes. Yeah. And so everyone's like, oh, I have all these rollover minutes. It doesn't mean anything. You're not using them. You're paying for more than you need, and they're just rolling over and rolling over until they finally just go yeah. away. Like, nobody cares. It's like everybody being so excited about tax refunds. Like maybe you just shouldn't give it to You shouldn't give it the to the government, government to have in the first place. place. <laughs> <laughs> Same kind of concept. So what about um, – I know zero usage is a big – Zero usage is a big thing. So, um, and new clients, that's usually like when we get a new client, we look at it. That's that's one of the first things we look at. Mm -hmm. We do a historic review of it who has not used the line for two to three months. So, there's two schools of thought depending on their contract. You can try to eliminate some of the lines or you can try to reuse them. So, if you're locked into a contract and you don't have, you know, the, the, bells and whistles that some of the other contracts have you're stuck in and you're looking at what's the ROI do I have an ETF on this line where I'm going to pay this huge fee to get rid of it or is there a spare device sitting around does a new hire have to have a new device can we reallocate and reuse and play the game so to speak with the with the contracts uh, and the lines so we and that's if they're not managing that well they're basically paying full boat for for lines, lines to sit there that nobody has touched nothing. it could be in a drawer it could have been lost yeah. it could be their you know gave it to their mom and sitting in their mom's yeah. you, you never know but it's not quite as simple as saying well we'll just turn those off because they also contribute to the pool if it's Correct. a shared plan so there's a it's there, more complicated it's than a, just it's oh, look at just all shutting these things, it off. Turn them off and then next thing you know you have overages because you've reduce your pool by 20 percent correct so it's like it all kind of plays in it's like what can the pool manage yeah. and what's the utilization look like and then what can you creatively rearrange on the lines and then as well as reallocating or reusing the lines of service yeah so the um another thing that i think we've we've had a few horror stories about are are things like some guys terminated like in 1997 and he's had a corporate phone for like the last 20 years he has his red (laughs) stapler in the basement nobody knows (laughs) so like how do they and i know you guys use a you get a lot of different data sources that you pull together we do some of the user information or like hr data helps to pick up things like that right we we take the the audits pulled from six different resources basically so we're pulling in from the carriers we're pulling in from their hr department we're pulling in from their mdms we're trying to get a full complete picture of that usage Mm. not only for that month but the prior two months so we can make educated decisions as to what needs to happen with this it's led to conversations of of hr data may not necessarily be updated and correct it's also led to why does this user still have a phone and he didn't turn it in and nobody yeah. questioned it? We've paid for a service for two months, three months, four months, whatever that case may be. And then also it kind of helps with the back-end support if we need to um, do any end-user support, mm-hmm. if there's anything that needs to be programmed, or if they need an application pushed to their device, we can see if they're enrolled in their MDM or not. We can see what kind of programming needs to happen. So it's definitely very comprehensive so you guys tackle that mdm enrollment compliance piece too so you're you kind of start that right your Correct. your report 
does that cross-reference and then does your team hammer them with text messages after we that? do yeah. <laughs> we do the indium campaigning <laughs> and so we also have like um we're now adding the if they're kme or dep enrolled yeah. as well so then that knows the services knows which instructions to to go with so right we're adding in another component there so two more data sources added to it very cool so from just from like story time what is what is the worst like when in in audits that you've done in the past what is the thing that you remember that you looked at that you were like how is this even possible like this is the most egregious <laughs> misuse there's, there's a misuse of a cell phone i i think it was a 800 and something gigabytes in one month and you know, when they're bringing six gigabytes to the pool, that's just insane how many people have to offset that usage. Um, we, did, we did some for our, we have a tool that monitors usage. And usually when we, when we present that tool to clients, we do a little analysis or Shannon's team does to see how many of those bad users are affecting the pool and wasn't it didn't we look at it that that it's pretty consistently the top 10 percent of users use something like 70 percent of the data pool almost 80 percent of the data pool it's ridiculous so so that small (laughs) amount of people are the reason why your bill is as high as it is yeah and i and i guess that's why the a lot of companies that have to do this stuff themselves just throw their hands up and say fine we'll pay more for the unlimited plans because we can't track that down we have no idea who's doing what and we just or why or why we've even seen that some guy just end go users home and come turn back. on his Wi-Fi and connect I think his, his Xbox his was to it, and the kids in the neighborhood were connected <laughs> to it, and everyone and their brother. We actually had one lady came back and she was, we're like, we're gonna you know limit your data and you need to turn in your jetpack and just use your phone. And she was like, okay, that's fine. And then she came back a couple of days later and says, well, but wait, how will my family have internet if I'm not home with my phone? And it's like, well, that's not the point. <laughs> the point is not for us to turn up, you know, your entire neighborhood or your t- family's internet, you know, services. Like it you should provide like your a own problem there. <laughs> your, your own internet. <laughs> you should have your own internet. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, so what about? I, I know that there's been some horror stories too about um, related to usage monitoring. Didn't some guy, like, take his phone to Africa or... We had... Well, no, we had an end user recently took two phones, his phone and a spare driver phone for one of our clients. It was there in case somebody lost their phone or broke their phone. They could easily dispatch from that phone. So he took his phone and a spare phone to Haiti to visit his family and then left one phone in Haiti for his family to use while he came back to the States. Wow. He had uh, between two months, almost $20,000 worth of charges. Did he not think that was going to be found? Uh, he's no longer employed there. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I don't think he got his last paycheck either. But <laughs> I, could be wrong. Wow. I don't think he got much of anything as his departing gift. So, wow. so, um, so I think the last thing that, that would be interesting to go through is, so you do these analyses, you produce this beautiful audit report, and you sit down with the clients every month, either they're IT guys or finance guys, like kind of walk through what what that audit report has, what are kind of the high points of the things that you that you go through to show how well managed it is or where the issues are. So we take uh, we take the last twelve months worth of of financials 
and we show that on the dashboard so your executive team can have um, a report themselves. Um, and it's a nice visual just to see like the trends for um, the financials for any carriers that they have. And then we do a, um, a average cost per device so we can kind of gauge our internal work like, okay, how many devices you have and what's that, that cost look like. Mm-hmm. We do both of those trends as well so we can kind of see like, hey, you know, we're keeping this under X amount that we, we've determined yeah. is the sweet spot for your account. Um, we put data pool current use on there um we put data pool as a recommendation for what we're changing it to we like to build in a buffer so in case someone does go rogue we can make sure that there's not going to be a huge financial impact yeah um then we go uh with recommendations we have a copy of your invoice in there and then we have copies of pieces broken out so we'll break out different things throughout the invoice so we'll have your equipment charges we'll have your international usage we'll have open disputes, rate plan changes, underutilized lines, HR status, like it's a comprehensive report, like it's massive. And then offsetting that, once we have that conversation and we go through, we actually not only give you the report and provide you all the information, but then we go ahead and make the changes as well. So it's not like a typical Tim where it's like, great, here's your report. We slice and dice it 20 different ways. Have a nice day. Yeah. Yeah, Good luck fighting with the carrier. We actually have conversations with the carriers. We keep everything up to date, whatever it was recommended to change or not change. We go in and make those changes. We track that, that savings. And then off the audit, we go through and we're proactive and we look a couple of times a month at um, the unbilled usage with our direct feeds to make sure that anything that we can prevent ahead of time that we that we can prevent. Yeah, It's not 100% accurate. It's not even 100% current data. It's a couple days old data, but it, it yeah. gives us the insight to see like, you know, this user is now using 400 gigs and we only allocated them to use 25 gigs. And so do we need to make a change and move them to unlimited or keep the bleeding at a minimum? Yeah, I think that's kind of a big deal because a lot of, a lot of TEM providers and a lot of companies that do this themselves, they do everything based on the invoice. So like you said, if you get if they get an invoice and it's sky high, they have overages, they react by increasing the pool. Right. But if it was some anomaly because a user had his Wi-Fi turned off for the whole month, right. then the next month the pool's too big. So they spent too much on the pool. They now pull they it back. Pull it back. So you're constantly kind of chasing versus trying to catch it before it actually bills. And right. that, I think that's that's a big thing that um, that companies don't that they have a hard time doing. They do, they do, and we've seen a lot of clients too. Like they have a day job to do, so managing their cell phone bill is not their typical day job, mm-hmm. or they have you know three resources doing it when they could you know do something else. So yeah. it's kind of nice to be able to step in and say, "Look, we got this. Let's have a half hour conversation, and then here's what we're doing, and then we do it all in the back end." So very cool. That's cool. Awesome. Nice. Well, thanks, Shannon, for coming by and giving us a little insight into <laughs> what optimization looks like and what thanks your team for does. Having me. Yeah, cool. That was wow. great, Shannon. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, I, you know it's funny uh, when you work with someone side by side and then you can listen to them talk about what they do for twenty some minutes as passionately as she does, and you learn something. So I yeah. walked away and said. I thought I knew everything that uh, she was focused on. Her group does a lot. Yeah. 
and, she, and they do an amazing job for our customers. So just a, a little plug, if you think you have your wireless environment and optimization uh, nailed down, <laughs> You're wrong. you probably don't. <laughs> so feel free to reach out to us on our website, acuitytech.com, and we'll uh, let Shannon's group take, uh, take a look at uh, what you're doing and how we yeah. can help. Ob so. Obligatory plug, free assessments, just saying, go on there, fill look, out the form. We're here to inform yeah. uh, about what we no, do. It's, good. it's not always about acuity, but it is who we, we are. We have to pay so. the bills, yeah. Yep, we, do. we absolutely right. do. <laughs> awesome. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed this. Um, we'll be back next month with another interview. Yep. Have a great day.